This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Moded Studios Embroidered Patches and Apparel. Go to modedstudios.com to find all the latest and greatest in patches and apparel. One of my favorite patches that I particularly like is Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian meme, the child-inspired, <laughs> fully embroidered patch. They also have the fully embroidered patch beanie for the Baby Yoda. <laughs> also, I like the Bernie Sanders, I am once again asking patch, uh, the 2020 presidential campaign meme embroidered patch. Go to modedstudios.com and place your order now. They're always updating their website and they do custom work. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Go to Moded Studios now and get some. Now on with the show. Brush. Brush. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Rainus Yanis. Uh, that is not how you say that, um, but that's the best my American tongue can do. Uh, to hear him say it is like hearing angels whispering in your ear. Uh, to hear me say it is like that drunk guy with hot breath at the bar who's trying to tell you the same story over and over again. Um, Rhinus! Uh, that's, <laughs> I guess that's how a Dutchman would say it, but, uh, uh, I thought that might have been like a German guy saying it, but, uh, he said, Rhinus is a Dutch pronunciation, so. Enough about his name. <laughs> Rhinus is an, uh, is amazing. He's an amazing guitarist. He's a composer. He, uh, he's a self-proclaimed traveling guitarist. He's on the road traveling Europe, uh, touring Europe, I should say, about 200 days out of the year. So, if you ever want to book a tour in Europe, hit up Raidus here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but... Uh, he is a he, he's a he's a musician. He grinds it out. He's a studio guy. He and he's doing it all from uh, Raga, Latvia. Now I, I don't know much about Raga, Latvia. Uh, I know that Latvia is near Russia, um, and um, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying that just to give you an idea where it is in the world. It's I think it's on the western side of Russia. Oh, God. I'm just so bad at, like, geography. It's Europe. But, uh, yeah, so I, I met Rainus through uh, a sharing his caring group. I've been talking about that for a couple weeks now. Uh, I met it with Chihiro, our last guest. I met uh, him in that group. And, I mean, he is just hes just a smart dude. The music is solid. It's, like, proggy. It can be like easy listening. It could be prog rock. It can be chaotic. Uh, it could echo Mars Volta or echo, you know, like uh, um, uh, who, who Stefan Stevens. It can echo Stefan Stevens sometimes. So uh, I, I I love the music. I I don't understand a goddamn word he's saying in his music for the most part, uh, <laughs> but he sings real nice. 
Uh, no, I, I, I had a great conversation with Reynas, and he, uh, he, he, like I said, he's a smart dude. He probably speaks English better than I do, uh, a proper English, I should say. Uh, I, I'm all over the place with my American dialect, but uh, he was great, and it was a joy to talk to him and just to learn a little bit more about what's going on currently with this COVID-19 bullshit in other countries. So we'll get to Reynas in just a few minutes but first go to reinamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com and check out the latest single from my beautiful wife Raina Mystique. It is called Chloroform and it is a collaboration between The Concrete Project, Raina Mystique and myself. The Concrete Project no longer exists but uh, we do in spirit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check out the latest single and check out Reina on Twitch. Now, if you're not familiar with Twitch, my God, it is pretty badass. Um, go check out Twitch. Uh, this is all I can tell you about Twitch. If you're interested in online communities and um, and or if you like hanging out in like Reddit chat rooms or this is like live time chat uh, interaction with gamers and musicians. It's dope. But anyways, go to twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique and check out Raina Mystique is doing live stream. It's, it's part educational. It's part performance. So if you are interested in learning some stuff about your voice, um, uh, she has so many cool plans uh, in regards to this show. Uh, she's streaming currently four days a week. Uh, let's see if I can get this right. I think uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays is at 8 a.m. until whenever. And that's Eastern Standard Time for everything. Wednesdays is 9 to whenever, and uh, 9 a.m. to whenever she feels like stopping. And then Sundays is Acoustic Soul Sundays, which I get to come on, and that is Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course. Wow, that was a lot of Reina. Okay. <laughs> so, the, um, yeah, RainaMystique.com, uh, twitch.tv slash RainaMystique. Go check it out. Give her a follow. Use your Prime sub. Okay, so if you're a Prime member on Amazon, you can use your subscription, which I don't want to explain all of it to you right here, right now. So um, I definitely suggest if you're looking for an online community that's that's very nice and welcoming, Twitch is it. It's such a cool... Uh, it's just cool. I, what I suggest you do, especially if you want, you're looking into streaming on Twitch, is go and start a profile. Uh, just hang out in some chats and some musicians streams and just kind of get uh, an idea of the culture and then uh, and then start streaming and then you know start building your ideas for your show because um, there's a lot of people right now just sort of hitting twitch real hard not really getting the idea of how it works and how you get people to your stream because it's really it, it's not easy getting people to your stream I mean it is but it just requires time. You have to put time into it. And I think a lot of people are missing that idea with Twitch is that uh, you, you can stream on there all day until your face turns blue. But really, you're pulling people from within the platform. So to you have to show your face. It, it's like any other music scene. You have to show your face. You know, you have to show up. You have to go to these shows. You have to, you know, talk to people. You have to go to these open jams and network. You can't just sit at home you know and wait for your phone to ring you gotta go out there and and find and rustle up some grub you know you gotta get out there and do it so i, I highly suggest twitch um 
you know, I'm going to talk about Twitch a little bit on the other side of this. Let's get through this and, and we'll get to Rainus. Uh, so go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Super proud of what's going on over there. I've finally expanded WeSpeakEnglishGood.com into something a little bit more respectable than just a crappy splash page that I would send potential guests. Um, it, it's actually, as soon as I uh, expanded upon it, it's getting a shit ton of traffic. So, my God, I, I had no idea on all the traffic I've been missing out on um, just by having a website that looks somewhat presentable. But go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com, click around, go go fuck around on there, and uh, you know, let me know what you think about that. And you can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let me know how WeSpeakEnglishGood is looking. Or WeSpeakEnglishGood.com is looking. I need all the help I can get. Go through there, and if you see any spelling errors or grammar errors, will you just email me and tell me about it? I, I fucking have, I'm half stupid here, okay? Like my grammar. We speak English good. There's a reason for a, such a terrible name, okay? There's reasons for these things. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us. So go like, subscribe, and follow. Or is it like, follow, subscribe? Or or no, it's like, subscribe, review. There we go. Gosh darn it. Okay, so go like us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and that's easy. It's, it's Instagram.com slash We Speak English Good or Facebook.com slash We Speak English Good. You can give us a follow there. You can uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Uh, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. We're on YouTube where we have music tutorials, silly shit, some notable guests uh, in video form. Not the video form, but like just I put the audio to a picture on YouTube so I can put up notable guests on the YouTube page. Anyways, go subscribe there as well. And please do leave a review. You can leave a review on Apple iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast. Pretty much, you can leave a review. Uh, we will read these on the air if you want us to. Uh, it's uh, I, I love doing that. It's fun. Um, if you write a review on Apple iTunes, I'll get to it eventually. It's just sometimes I don't see it right away. Um, so uh, five star reviews, one star review. I mean, people. <laughs> there's been a couple people who gave us two star reviews, which is fine. I don't mind. If you thought that I was just like a rambling dipshit and this gave you, you got nothing out of these podcasts, I get it. But you know what? You don't have to go out of your way to sign into Apple iTunes and click around until you get to that spot. It's actually kind of hard to get to the review section. It's a pain in the ass to get to the review section. I've gotten... I've, I've, there's some podcasts that I love that I want to support and go leave reviews, but, but because it was too much of a pain in the ass, I didn't actually leave a review until like, you know, months into listening to the podcast. So don't be that guy. Don't be that guy who invests months into this podcast without leaving a review. And that's all I ask of anyone is, is just leave me a review besides listening. Of course, just leave me a review. Just, just write something down says, I like this show. It is cool. Or good show. Or I like show. Or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It just helps. And that's the only thing I ask for is a little review. Okay, guys. Uh, that should be it for now. I will see you guys on the other side to talk a little bit about Twitch. Uh, but 
Uh, I just want to give you a warning about this show. There is a live performance element to this show, and it was recorded through, uh, I think, some headphones, uh, microphones, through his computer. So it sounds a little weird, and there's a little breakups in it. So I edited it so there's no real breaks. So if it just jumps from one part of the song to another, that's why... I just, I don't know why I thought I needed to take out those breaks. It probably would have been better if I just left those moments of silence in there uh, just to indicate. But I just thought it was beautiful. Like this, oh God, like I remember the feeling when I was seeing him perform. And especially the song is so beautiful. And, and there's just these, these elements of melancholy that completely reflected my emotions of that time. Witnessing a live performance through the computer like the rest of the world is doing right now so it, it was a very solid moment for me i like just this sadness and and hope um and so i left it in and i i hope that's what you get out of it as well it, it is just a perfect uh sign of the times um yeah and uh also we listened to a song off the album my god there was another thing i needed to say dang it i can't remember Oh, well. Well, anyways, there's that. I just wanted to give you guys that little heads up. We also listened to another song off his latest album. Also, go to RainusGiannis.com and check out everything he's got going on over there. And the spelling is R-E-I-N-I-S-J-A-U-N-A-I-S.com. Okay, guys, let's get over to Rainus and see what's going on over in Latvia. Sorry, man. I'm sorry I put you through so much crap just to do this. <laughs> but I do appreciate it. I really do. Now, y- your name is Rainus? Is that? Yeah. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Exactly. It's correct enough. How do you say it? Rainus. Uh, Rainus. Rainus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, you're well, like- you do it like... Well, every English speaker, like native English speakers, pronounce it exactly like you do. Okay. Well, usually Germans pronounce it as Reinis. Reinis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, which is also fine. And well, I, I like I that help. one the best. That one just Reinis. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like you could really <laughs> yell your name at people. <laughs> this is like Dutch version. Reinis. Reinis. I see. Oh, I'm glad you're correcting my accent because I'm just some dipshit American over here doing accents. So thank you for. Oh, for- oh but this is really amazing that you're organizing this and uh, oh, um, really cool that we can connect. Well, thanks to technologies, we can get connected. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I think it's absolutely amazing. I, I've been talking to people all over the world and all over the country. Tomorrow I'm talking to a, a viola player who's in Barcelona, Spain. And, and yeah. if you know, I mean, we're in the middle of this pandemic and Spain is like one of the hot spots. So I'm really interested to see what's going on with him and how he's getting by. But uh, I mean, like, how are you dealing with this? How are you? How are you? De- like, wh- what's it like for you to go to the grocery store? Well, to be honest, right now I'm ordering all food online oh. or I go to like open markets. Well, rules are not as strict over here in Latvia because we don't really have that many cases. Yeah. It's a small, it is a pretty small country. It's like 2 million people living here. 
but still um, there are like 500 cases, a bit over 500 cases, uh, only one death so far, which is, well, let, let's hope that it stays like this. Yeah, and, yeah, and, absolutely. And but uh, people are, I would say most of people are following rules and uh, at least within my friend's circle, people are following rules and to be honest, I'm not really meeting much people. Well, I'm pretty disappointed because uh, I had like three month Europe tour. Yeah, well, I saw that. I saw that. Quite quite many dates um, all over Europe and also in Italy, and um, and also Serbia and Balkans and uh, Romania, Greece and and um, yeah. Well, and when when I cancelled the tour, I was in Germany touring and um, everybody was speaking about this, but. To me, it seemed like people in Germany are a little bit more relaxed about this virus than over here. Hmm. To me, it's hard to tell why, but it's also possible that it's just my friend's circle. Maybe it's, um, well, I also know that there are some other people who believe it's all conspiracy and so <laughs> on, but... Yeah. Dude, but it is weird that Bill Gates released a a, a, a video <laughs> called Pandemic on the week of a pandemic, and now we're finding out that the that he has a huge investment in uh in the vaccines that he's that his company is is uh, funding. So, you know, I, I see there's a lot of room for it, but I'm sorry to just jump right in there because, well, I mean, no, no, that's right. where yeah. my head goes too. So, uh, mm. but anyways, please continue about your tour that got canceled. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like um, I was in Germany, mm. and, and then all of a sudden, my wife is calling, and she told that uh, Poland's going to lock the border because if you go to Latvia from Germany, you need to drive through Poland, then Lithuania, and then you're in Latvia, which is like um, I don't know, like 24-hour drive or so. Well, not 24 now, sorry. It's like over oh, 12 hour, like maybe 14 or 16 with breaks, and um, so. I, I finished my concert, then I jumped in my car and I started to drive to Poland, so rushed to the border. And when I was in Poland, yeah, I slept in my car. And then when I woke up, my wife was calling and told that Lithuania is going to lock its borders too, but at 6 p.m. already. And I had like, um, I don't know, maybe five hours to oh my God. make it to cross the border. And um, And when I was around 30 kilometers uh, from the border crossing point. Um, there was a terrible car accident in oh. front, which looked like whole traffic. Everybody was like um, standing there and traffic wasn't even moving at all. And um, then I understood that I need to do something about it. So I turned around and I started to drive through a little like bush roads and well, not really bush roads, but like smaller roads. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and in internet connection got lost and I got lost. But at the end, I made it to the border like one minute before closing. Shut <laughs> up, dude. That's <laughs> it was, crazy. It was like you know, in a movie, man. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But well, but but I made it and um, in on time and and then. I stayed home for 14 days. Also, my family, my wife, and my daughter, they went to see, well, um, their parents. And um, my wife's parents, I mean. And um, so for 14 days, I was like in home quarantine or, well, self-isolation, they, they call it. And um, yeah, and I think it's, well, no matter what's the reason why this virus started i think it's very important that actually people follow the rules and stay home because this virus isn't really a joke it's like um 
I have I have a friend who is a doctor in Italy, and um, she's dealing with people who die like every day, you know, and all of her colleagues are over the infected. So um, yeah, it's pretty. But how, how is it over there? In the- uh, well, it is not. <laughs> It's uh, it, it's it's the opposite actually of uh, of what you're of what you're talking about. It sounds like you guys are are being responsible and staying in, and and uh, you don't have a, too much of an outbreak. But here in America, we feel it's our God given right to go out and be with the people. So, uh, <laughs> we still have a bunch of dipshits going to the beach. I don't know if you see the news, or I don't know how much news you watch. Uh, but like, especially American news. Uh, but. Yeah, there's people in the at the beach. Uh, here we have something called spring break, where the college students get off for a week and then they go party. Yeah. So they they just kept partying. Uh, I mean, it, it, it people are mostly following the rules, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people upset about being quarantined. Uh, but you're seeing uh, you're seeing like these horrible outbreaks in New York City and in, in California, and so things are pretty. It's bad, but, um, you know, like from where I'm sitting, I'm in Ohio. I, I used to live in San Diego, which I'm glad I don't live there now because it's a shit show over there. Uh, I mean, there's toilet paper missing, you know, like no one knows where the toilet paper yeah. is, you know, like you can't buy toilet paper still. Um, you know, there's certain items that you can't get. Um, you, like in California, fresh vegetables can be kind of hard to come by sometimes, whereas here... Uh, um, yeah, it's it just, it's just, it depends on city to city, like, you know, state to state. There's some states in the South that, uh, aren't as, as affected and they're one of the biggest, uh, uh, uh opponents of the whole, you know, self-isolation. So it, it, yeah. it's, it's weird. It, it's definitely weird. We only go to the store once a week or, you know, once, maybe twice if, if we're feeling, you know, frosty, but it's mostly just been us in the house and, Honestly, me personally, I've been fine with it. I, I, I'm used to just sitting in my house, creating mm. and sitting in front of a laptop, sitting in front of an instrument, sitting whatever it is. It's like I'm very mm. used to this situation. Um, have you found that's a similar thing for you? Where have you found that this self isolation has been um, somewhat? I know it's not normal uh, by any means, mm. but like. Uh, as a routine for a musician, um, we do find ourselves in little rooms practicing for hours and hours and hours on end. So I don't know. Have you felt? I, I know you got your your tour canceled, so I know that sucks. But other than that, um, being isolated with your creativity, how has that been? Uh, you know, I managed to get a lot of things done, which I was struggling to get done beforehand because you know because of playing gigs because you you spend a lot of normally i spend a lot of time driving from place to place and then you play a show and and you are tired after the show and you probably feel a bit tired the next day too but still you need to play a show the next day so so it's not like you you would have like much time to record music or to produce or I don't know to do mixing and and so on. Right now, well, I have time to finish quite many videos, which were like on hold for for some good time. And um, so little by little, I am publishing some new stuff. I'm also getting my album recording done, and I will have two uh, recording sessions 
for other musicians, like uh, for their music, which is something I do, um, a job that I really love doing because, well, it is very creative, but then again, it's, um, it's also higher responsibility because those musicians need to be uh, proud about the way it sounds. Uh, so it really makes you to do your best. And, um, and, um, and of course, yeah, but you know, to be honest, I really miss performing. Mm. I, I really miss playing like in front of people. I, I did some live streaming concerts twice already. And I'm, I'm going to do some more in future for sure. But um, but still, that's not really the same, like uh, being in a venue or bar or cafe or whatever it is, playing in front of real people, uh, communicating with them, then, I don't know, chatting with them after the show or before the show. Yeah. And um, and um, and that's something I really miss. And, and um, one thing I am most worried about is it, well, how many of those places, like little in, indie venues, how many of them are still going to exist after this all ends? And actually, well, when I hope it, this all ends soon, like I hope that, well, I did, I did already have like some cancellations in summer. Um, a little festival got cancelled and so on. And so, but otherwise, I really hope that festivals are not going to be cancelled. At least not most of them in yeah. summertime. Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, the the main thing is to stay healthy and <laughs> to survive, of course. And yeah, yeah, man. No, uh, you know, I was reading your your bio or not your bio, but I was looking at your web your website, and you were talking. You had the news post, and you're talking mm. about um, how you know, like uh, you weren't sure. Uh, if you were going to have a job after all of this, that you, you're not sure if you were going to be able to continue to be a musician, because I assume that you live off of music. That's, uh, yeah. It seems like that's your life. Uh, so, uh, you know, like, because I've been having those same thoughts, those same, those same feelings, those same... It's like, after all this, because, I mean, like, I'm watching some performers, you know, that I respect and love on Facebook, and I'm having these moments of, like, profound sadness, because it's like... I don't know when I'm going to be able to not only play for people again, but to experience music again in a live setting, that exchange of energy and um, that I am missing. And, uh, you know, we're we're trying to circumvent that with, uh, you know, with these live streams, but it's still, it's still not the same as exchanging energy with, with another human being. And um, so I I feel you, man, like it's a very strange situation to be in, especially coming from our uh, perspective, because I'm a full-time musician myself. Um, So I, I don't know, like, have you thought about like alternates? Like what, I mean, do you like, if things don't go back the way they were, have you thought about those, like what you would be doing or what you would try to pursue instead? Yeah. Well, you know, for 10 years I, I was working as a guitar teacher mm. and um, I guess I could get back to teaching because mm. I also have like diploma, bachelor and also master degree in, oh, okay. in, um, teaching music so uh, i think well at least for no music schools in latvia they uh, they are looking for new teachers and um and i do have a little bit of experience so i hope well you can never be sure 
but uh, I hope that things doesn't get so very bad that they even, I don't know, that nobody wants to learn to play music anymore. Right, right. You know? No, that's that, that's another mm-hmm. actual possibility, though, like where, where, where the world just sort of, you know goes into this depressive state and, and you know i'd hate yeah. to talk about negative things all the time but this is a reality and you know this mm, is the things yeah. that people are reconciling whether they're Good. actually consciously thinking about it or not is that there is a possibility that this might tank our economy and we might like i'm just thinking like where i where i'm from where i live is very known for uh, automobiles so like i'm close to detroit michigan um, if you yeah. Detroit is like the birthplace of Motown and stuff, so like there's it's Motor City, so it's very much a uh, industrial part of the country, and so um, I, I just imagine myself working in the factories, you know, around here. That that's that's the life of a lot of people around here is factory work. So um, and even that's drying up. So I don't know, like I. I <laughs> We're kind of going down a dark path. That we don't have to go there. We could stay positive here. <laughs> but, but I think it's also very important to talk about uh, those things because um, I think there are, I don't know how it's in USA, but over here in Latvia, I have a feeling that many people think that this is going to be soon over and things are going to get back to the way they were before. But the reality is that this is like very optimistic scenario that probably I, I think it's gonna leave a huge impact on culture and um well we will see how it goes uh and on economy too of course um so i think it's very wise to keep a plan b in our heads and um well right now i'm teaching a friend of mine to drive and um well i don't know to me, it seemed like uh, I'm doing all right because uh, I do it very calmly and peaceful. And then I thought, hey, maybe I could start teaching people how to drive <laughs> in the car. <laughs> so, yeah, or, so, or Uber, I guess. Well, we could be Uber drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have that. I dropped out of school, so I don't have that master's degree to mm. fall back on. Luckily, my wife, she. Um, you know, as soon as this happened, her she teaches online already, like exclusively, uh. and she's been doing that for years now. So, like, this has been a really easy transition for her. And in fact, sh- business is good because no one, yeah. you know, everybody's home and they want some kind of escape. And why not learn to sing? Um, it, it, it's a, it, it's a. It, so for her, it's fine. It, it, everything is business as normal. Uh, it, it's so weird. It, it's actually really weird to sit here and think about it because, um, you know, like, I'm, I've been, it's been fine. Like, I've been completely fine with being inside here. The only thing is the sadness about not being able to experience music, but it, it's it's fine. And, and it's... What I feel bad for, or who I feel bad for, are the people who don't have these, I don't know, hobbies. Well, our hobbies turned into our profession. So people who aren't working in the profession that they necessarily like, like factory workers or, you know, name it, right? Whatever. There's tons of jobs that people don't like. Mm. Uh, I'm concerned about how they're going to handle this especially with that optimistic you know because because our president our fucking president uh uh he he's on tv every day giving these optimistic dates where oh yeah by by easter by by you know by may you know 
And and all these people are just foaming at the mouth to get out. They don't have really any kind of hobby to preoccupy their time other than watching, you know, sports or or Netflix or whatever it is. These uh yeah. these hobbies that really don't amount to anything. You know, you you put you invest your time into just watching TV all the time. What what is the output of that time you invested? Nothing, right? Like you you know <clears throat> more useless information about, you know, Ozark or whatever show on Netflix you're watching. Uh it, I feel bad for those people because what are they going to do with their time now that there's so much of it? For me, it's been fine, right? It's been, yeah, I, you, you know, always lock yourself up and play. I'm used together. to locking myself away okay. all the time. For you, I mean, I'm, you know, you're sad about things, but you're occupying your time. You're making the best of your time. So that's that's what I feel. I, I feel, I just feel a concern, a general concern for people who don't have things to sort of fall back on and um you know i don't know that's just sort of a mm. meditation on <laughs> the sadness of the world right now but i would love to talk to you more about you and uh what's it do you have a lineage of music in your family at all do you come from a musical family no not really my, my sister she she attended music school and um you know like music schools over here in latvia they are like pretty strict you have like uh, you got like really angry teachers over there who i don't know yell on kids and i don't know say that well you are like bad kid because you didn't do your homework and so on like um my wife she also used to study in music school when she was a kid and um and um she remembers it as the most horrible experience in her life that's terrible uh, so that's just to explain how uh, well but still some kids like it maybe, well, maybe no, just, but the rigidity and, of that kind of practice produces some of the finest talent in the world so there's obviously something to be said about that kind of teaching and that kind of practice um so as harsh true. as it can be but you're getting some yeah. great talent out of it out of the yeah, horror that's show. That's true, but, but, but then you you also get like, um, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of kids who actually doesn't play music after they graduate. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, it, it probably makes some great talents, but then again, I think it also makes uh, many times more, it makes like failures and also it um, doesn't really help kids to develop, I don't know, to grow up and to develop themselves, th their personalities, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, well, anyway, uh, what I was about to say is that my, my, my sister, she was attending that kind of music school mm -hmm. and she really didn't like it. So, um, um, so yeah, my, my mom, she was like, oh, well, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do this to do this on. So he, because I'm younger. But uh, then later on, we started the punk band with my friends, Ooh. and I was playing drums. And uh, um, because I started with drums, and um, seriously, man, we didn't know how to tune our instruments. We didn't even hear that you tune it. We didn't. Well, what the hell? Why should you tune your guitar? You just put, put the overdrive up a bit, and um, it works, and and so on. And and then later on, um, I wanted to to learn how to play like properly so i i went to entrance exam in um, um in a music school in latvia and over there i tried to play some um some drums in front of some teachers and also and, and they told me that i had no talent at all that i should give up playing oh my God. Uh, and i was like really very angry about it i was like sad and so on and um 
And so a week later, I went again to the same school, to the same exam, but I took the guitar with me and I played a song which I composed. And, and then they, I don't know why, but they allowed me to start to study in this music school. Wow. Probably there, there was something about uh, maybe they um, decided that I, that I am like really keen to learn, mm -hmm. that I'm not good on it, but that I might be good on it later on. I don't know. If I, but also, it is possible that guitar teacher that uh, didn't have like, um, he was short. Uh, I mean, he didn't. He, he needed one more student to have like fixed salary <laughs> so th this also could be uh, true i don't know they had to fill up some ratios there well, yeah, yeah but true. that's that's then, that's that's awesome though i mean so so then you you got into that same school that your sister hated or it was a different school Oh, it was different school. Oh, okay. it, it was actually a really different school because it was like experimental oh, thing. Cool. Like uh, back in times, that was the very first place in Latvia where you could uh, learn how to play not classical music, but the jazz and popular music, which was totally new thing over here. Um, while in the rest of the world, it was just normal thing that some musicians play like, I don't know, Wow, jazz. that's really yeah, interesting. Uh, so wait, so so how long ago did was jazz and like you know out like, pop music sort of introduced into the educational system out there then so you mm. you you said th this is recent uh pretty well now i'm 31 and back then i was 15 or 16 okay so so yeah it's been like um 17 years well a, a, a bit more right now there are quite many music schools by the way that teaches jazz and popular music it's gotten also, much can, more popular to, to yeah yeah, okay. yeah. It, it became like really quick nice. but uh but before that i think most of the music teachers they were like um um i don't know thinking that jazz or popular music is something you learn how to play on your own but you need to have like a, a basics of uh, classical music first and uh which which is opinion that makes sense in a way um uh, well, depends what kind of music you want to play of course but i have quite many friends who play like um really very well and and they are like playing also jazz and also pop uh, and rock and so on but they they used to study classical music and you know you, you have a certain feeling that they do play a little bit different that they i don't know appreciate uh, of i don't know good technique and mm. uh i don't know they, they, but also it's hard to generalize because everybody is different and uh, absolutely yeah it, everybody it, learns differently everybody is mm. learning different stuff exactly, yeah. than another person's it, it's a it's such a trip the the spectrum of of what a musician can be in this world yeah. uh i was talking yeah. to a, a percussionist in New York yesterday, she's she's a percussionist on Broadway, which is a pretty popular street that has. It's uh, I don't know if you know what Broadway is, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what Broadway is. Okay, sorry, I don't know. Uh, okay, so she she works on Broadway. She's you know she's doing her thing, and she uh, 
just hearing her talk about her story and how she acts how she how she likes to get other people gigs you know she hooks other people up that she knows will can fill her gigs that can sub her gigs uh trading gigs it was like i was like oh my god this sounds like this sounds like my life it's just it's on a different scale you know what i mean it's just she's in new york city on broadway and i'm in Toledo and and doing that we're it's we're doing the same shit essentially just it's always just on different scales it's so fascinating to me so then uh, when did you start really getting in so so once you got into school you started really studying and and kind of understanding and and getting your chops together because the style of guitar that you play and now I'm it seems that you're a multi-instrumentalist but the style that you play I mean it's very uh it's it's unique. It's it's not straightforward. There's no, lots of off you. rhythms yeah. and taps, which I love. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so when did you start kind of pull, incorporating that into your playing? You know, back in times when I was like still in in this music school. Um, to be honest, uh, I wasn't the greatest student over there, but. Uh, the best thing I had, I made new friends over there who played music, and so we started to play music together, and and then we formed like um, different kind of bands. Like I had one band with whom we were playing some death metal music, like really heavy and loud, and then um, I went to the next rehearsal, and we were like playing like a pop song, like covers, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, and then we would be playing in some bars to make some a little bit of cash to right. buy some new clothes and new strings and those kind of things. And and um and um and so in in the music school times I, I just right away I started to play with many different people. And that was the best experience in all kind of music from like blues to jazz to folk to like everything. But then later on, um, you know, I've been I've been always very passionate about traveling. I was also reading a lot of books about traveling and so on. Um, so when I was 17, in summertime, I, had, I didn't have much to do. So I just went out on the road and I started to hitchhike. And then, um, yeah, I started to travel around like many different countries around Europe and I was playing music on the street. And then I started to think how to make my performance more interesting. Because I've I've been never like big fan of playing covers. Mm. I've done it quite a lot, but uh, but that's not really my kind of thing. Because I really like to compose or write uh, the songwriting. I'm very passionate about songwriting and so on. And um and and yeah and 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 that's how I start to I don't know. I try to figure out how to play guitar the way like so it would sound like like I don't know full band you know and of course there are like great guitar players who inspired me uh, yeah including andy mckee he's american right uh andy mckee yeah uh, i'm not um, sure I, i'm i'm i can't either. i don't i don't know who that is so <laughs> i okay. but yeah. but it sounds like sounds like he could be i don't know um do you mm, mind if yeah. we actually you got your guitar right there do you mind yeah. do you mind just sort of playing a little bit of what i'm talking about so people can kind of hear what I'm talking yeah, about when yeah, I say yeah. unique. Let, let, let's mm. Yeah, cool. Let, let's let's give it. I a mean, try. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect you to be playing today. By the way, but I, I just you had it oh, yeah. in your hand, so I was okay. like, I might as well. We might as well take advantage of this. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I just like you probably want me to play, so so I I got myself prepared. Okay. 
So I'm, I'm going to play a composition which is actually old song of mine about those times I just talked about, about when I was underage, hitchhiking around Europe, losing my passport too, by the way. And, you you know, there was like border control and I was stuck in, in borders, like in, in Czech Republic, but not being able to go back home, and um, um, oh which was also a cool experience. And sometimes I was just eating from trash. <laughs> like I was totally broke. That sounds you know, real it, cool, dude. It, <laughs> sounds real it, awesome. it, it was really funny. No, you know? no, no. I, I've had those experiences too, those those young traveling experiences where you're out on your ass, you don't have any money, and you're thousands of miles away from home. <laughs> and guess what? Dinner's coming from the trash can tonight. I, dude, I bet. I, I love those experiences. And, and I feel like every young person should have those experiences in life. Every young person should just get out there and, and run themselves through the ringer. It's worth yeah, it. True. Hey, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Well, anyway, this composition is about those, those experiences. And I think I wrote it like also, um, yeah, on, on the street, like, but. The way I play it right now is probably very different from the way I played it in the past. Uh, but um, but yeah, well, about those good old times.
that's pretty much what I do. And um, it's all good, man. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you even doing a whole song for me. That was incredible. Um, oh well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's really fun to do the um, the podcast with you. Yeah, man. Well, it's it's great. It, it's great to like meet other people outside of this country because it, you know I I have no idea how other musicians function in other countries. I assume it's somewhat similar to me, but uh, assumptions have gotten me into a lot of troubles over the years. So I I don't know. Like, well. I would like to find out first of all, how did you lose your passport? Like trying to <laughs> trying to travel around from country to country. Like, how do you do that? And then how do you get through these countries? Because I'm assuming, and again, here I am assuming it's post like 9/11 and all these huge uh, awful things that have happened in the mm-hmm. world. So traveling has been uh, restricted greatly since well, we were very young. So. Um, you know, how, how did you manage to lose it? And then how did you manage to talk your way past border patrols? Well, um, I did like official way. I went to the embassy and told ah. about this and then they issued me some returning certificate and so on. But, um, but you know, right, right now, like throughout all Europe, it's like, it's like in USA, there is no strict border control. Oh, unless okay. there is a pandemic. So, uh, but 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 back in times that there were borders. It's mm. just right now they are not. Right now you can drive all the way from Riga to Portugal, which is um, I don't know probably three day drive nonstop, which, um, and and that and you don't even need to show your passport to in, anyone. Oh, but okay. um, but um, back in times it wasn't like this when I was traveling. Well, anyway, that's not really the, the only time and i lost my passport <laughs> once i lost my passport in syria and, in uh, syria? and that was a bit more, more complicated yeah it was it was before the war started so okay. it was back uh, peaceful place back then i i also wrote a song about um syria it's on my youtube channel which uh, i uh, listened to which i love that because you start working in on those um i don't even know what scale that is but like i, hmm. I can hear you're working with those scales that uh, exactly it is the hijas scale it's like a harmonic minor from the fifth note and um beautiful scale it's um i, I think i could jam only like messing around the scale like for about one hour or even longer it just uh brings you i don't know it hypnotizes you and then all of a sudden you start to play like melodic lines which I don't know. You didn't even know that you are able to play, and so and it's a um, beautiful scale. Like I suggest you to try it out too. Yeah, um, oh yeah, I've, I've I, had my fun with it, man. I've had my fun with those. I've actually owned a uh, yeah. sitar, which I know it's different part of yeah. the world, but you know that same yeah. sort of scale, that weird scale. But what was it? Yeah. What I love about like the sitar and, and that classical Indian music is those microtones, those, uh, mm-hmm. those, those, those notes between the official notes. Then I don't know. It's like this weird place that ex- uh, there's these notes that exist between uh, major and minor, you know, that weird melancholy, but joyful sound. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. If minor is sad and, and, and major is happy, then this is somewhere in between whatever that is. And that's what, that's what I love about that music is that it, it carries you beyond just, you know, the 12 notes that we've known or, or at mm. least was taught. Um, 
But anyways, you're in Syria, and uh, what, what were you doing in Syria? I was doing pretty much the same thing. I was just traveling without like um like destination. I was just uh, hitchhiking around like many different countries, and wow. and um and then I was I was actually planning to hitchhike to Iran too, but um there was a visa issue. They they didn't issue visa. And and then I thought, well, I'm just gonna try to hitchhike to Syria and then to Jordan, but um, and yeah, and in Syria I actually met a lot of great people and uh, had really good time over there. Um, it was one year before the conflict started, mm. so I'm really happy that I haven't had a chance to see this place because unfortunately now it's not possible and well, nobody knows when it's gonna be possible. I hope that soon, but um, well situation is not very optimistic uh luckily my friends uh they are safe in europe right now uh their families are not too but but um at least they are and um and yeah well um yeah it was um it it was really great experience and um the 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 song i wrote about syria is about the way i remember it the way um looked back then but now it looks totally different and many places, many beautiful places that, that I've seen in Syria now are oh. completely destroyed. And, um, and you know, well, many people think about Syria that it's very far away, but I mean, well, it's still pretty far away from USA, of course, but uh, from Europe, it is actually really very close and it's, it's, probably closer than people realize and also people well people over there are culturally way more similar to people in europe than pro probably people realize so um yeah yeah so there's more similarities than there are differences is what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like people think of, of syria as this war torn especially now as this war torn country that maybe I don't know. This is this is my terrible American view of it. Like what I would think on my most just on my most. <laughs> I just see, um, you know, like I see lots of sand, and I see like open markets, and I see just lots of poor people. Like just you know, like I see the images that I see on the news. You know what I mean? The images that yeah. I see on uh, and and. <clears throat> I imagine, and what you're saying, it's not like that. People are modern over there. It's not well now that it's kind of crazy over there. But it's, all right, I, I'm just shitting all over myself here right now. But well, of course, like um, USA is like a very wealthy country. So so as you like every country in European Union too. But then again, still there are quite many poor people, and then there are like places where uh, districts where people um. I don't know, in general, uh, doesn't have that many, like, uh, great possibilities for, like, education and so on. So, um, so um, what I mean is that you can find poor people anywhere in the world, yeah. which is shame, but unfortunately, that's reality. Uh, that's the life. That, that, that's the world, world we live in. And let's hope that it's going to change somewhere in the future. But, um, but, but yeah. Um, but how'd you lose your passport? That's the real question. How do you end up losing your passport so much? Uh, well, 
in in well in when 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 it was in, when I was in Czech Republic, I was in hardcore punk festival, and um because that's all you got to say. Listened. We're done. I get it. Hardcore <laughs> punk festival, lost like, passport. <laughs> that's it. I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Well. Well, basically, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, basically. You're probably right, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a really great time over there, though. And, um, you know, I was still underage, and I was, like, pretty and, and experienced. And, and, um, and I, I wasn't very careful at all. Well, no, I look after my passport very well. <laughs> like, uh, um, th- that's the most precious thing I have, like... Um, I'm not even looking after my guitar as much as yeah, <laughs> I man. I travel because you can always buy a new um, new guitar, but yeah. if you lose your passport, then you can get into trouble. Um, well, if if you are far away, of course. Right. Um, yeah. Well. Um, and and then Syria, well, to be honest, it just disappeared. Oh. I don't know if I lost it or maybe somebody took it or. Um, well, it's not valid for traveling, of course. Uh, no, nobody could use it. But um, but yeah, it just disappeared, and it was very weird, to be honest. It's just one of those weird moments that happen while traveling. It's like those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like when you're traveling, especially in those ways that you're talking about, where you're just sort of hitchhiking and wherever the wind blows, you're sort of letting it carry you. There's always yeah. those moments. These like. Uh, I don't know, serendipitous? I don't know. Do you, do you know what serendipity? Um, it's, I don't know. It's some sort of, it's kind of like these magic moments that sort of happen in, in while you're traveling. Uh, I, I remember particularly one for me was the first time I ever, ever went to New York City was um, um, we went to this music store and we went into this, uh, we were, and it was me and the guys I played in a band with. And we went yeah. to this music store, this huge music store in New York City, and some guy was playing a song that I had just written. And these guys knew that I had just written this song. And he played it exactly how I was playing it. And oh, wow. it was just such a weird thing. But then his change, like the to go to like the chorus or, you know, to the part B, it was different. It was way different from what I was doing. But like the what he was first doing was like exactly what I was doing. And so we were just having all these crazy, like those, I mean, they still happen when I'm out on the road. It's just, I mean, it just happens so frequently some, sometimes now. You just don't even, you don't even take time to recognize it. You're just like, oh, one of those moments are happening now. But I don't know, <laughs> like those are the beautiful moments that I appreciate. Yeah. And, and like, and then all of a sudden you turn around and your passport has just magically gone missing and now you're stuck in Syria. So, I mean, it's just part yeah. of the magic of traveling. Um, I know you named one of your... <clears throat> one of your albums traveler traveler and music or something but uh, traveling seems to be a huge part of your your life uh did, yeah true w- has it always been that i mean since you were very i mean i know you're saying that when you're 17 but when you were very young did your parents travel a lot or no 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 they're, no, no. They're not, well my mom um because i got only, i have only mom mm. um well she I'm not really uh, coming from a wealthy family either, so there, either, there, there was like no, 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 well, no money to travel. But but my mom, she was always passionate about traveling, mm. and um, she always wanted to do it. And and she was doing a bit of traveling when she was younger, well, back in times when Latvia was part of Soviet Union, mm. and then she was like traveling around Soviet Union with um, her colleagues or ex um, ex husband, um, but um. 
But uh, well, maybe her stories inspired me a lot. But maybe, well, she was also reading a lot of books about traveling, and I don't know why, but I got like really deep into those books. Like, um, and I was like uh, also trying to look up for more information. Well, we had no computers, so there was no internet. We mm. had no internet, so I was like looking up on encyclopedia. Like yeah, that, yeah, totally, books, man. Like reading about them, and and um, and then. And then, you know, I got to know like quite many musicians or hippies, punks, and quite many of them are just traveling like this without any money. Some of them were playing music on the street. Some of them were eating from, from, <laughs> from dumpster. And I was like, hey, this is something I want to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> were, I, I'm curious, were you, um, were you into partying? Were you a partier? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, uh, when I was younger, I was like taking Percocets and drinking and doing all kinds of stupid shit. Mm. I was fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that age area, I was just being crazy. So you, you're partying and having a good time. Mm, true, true. Well, yeah, I think I enjoyed parties a little bit too much because yeah. um, I don't really have much music recorded until I was 25. Like uh, when I was 25, something happened with... Uh, I don't know, I start to think a lot, but do I want to leave behind me? And uh, to be honest, well, I have like, I have released six albums. All of them are released on my own, like self-released. So I don't, I don't have like any record label behind me, but, um, but still I, I do spend much time booking shows. And like uh, last year I played 250 shows wow. all over Europe and also New Zealand and cool in australia it was two years ago and um and um and yeah and um what what did i want to tell about it oh i forgot <laughs> i wasn't i got lost a little bit in my no that's uh, okay thoughts. what were I, I i i got lost too what were we just talking about we were talking <laughs> about australia about your um you went to new zealand and oh yeah about uh about uh partying and, yes and yes so you you reached so, a point so, so where yeah, the, uh, I've I've been always very paranoid that I might die young, ah. and uh, and you know in case if I would die young, then I wouldn't have much music recorded. Although my I, you know, head is full of all kind of ideas which I really want to record one day. So I started doing it, and and since then I was like um releasing an, an album a year or sometimes an album in two years and and then did like recording sessions to other musicians uh, which is also very creative we talked about it already and um and um and, and yeah th that's the way it is so did you did you reach a point because you said when you're around 25 you didn't have much music and you were partying and maybe you were partying too much did you like stop partying or did you just change modes and be like i gotta get to work uh, or, or did you, did you, I mean, how did that work? Cause for me, I, we have a similar story, but it took me until I was 30. Uh, I, I played music and I did music and I recorded music for my twenties, but I was mostly drunk off my ass the whole time. It, really? I wasn't a musician. Really? I was just a guy fucking up another musician set. You know what I mean? I was that guy who was sloppily playing another person's song and you know, no, no one likes that. 
So uh, for me, I didn't. My music career didn't really even start until I was thirty, until I quit drinking. So I was just curious: Did you like stop partying altogether, or, or did you did you think that partying was getting in the way of producing? So you, I'm just curious on your relationship with it, and um, and what, please. Yeah. Well, uh, I can, I kind of well still sometimes I well I like to go out and have a drink. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying. Um, but you were saying like that maybe you were having concert. too good of a time. But um, yeah, true, true. Um, you know, if if you're partying a little bit too much and and still you're studying, and also I was working too, like I was studying, working, and partying. Ah. So there there is not much time left to actually to record stuff, mm -hmm. uh, your own compositions, but um. But back in time, I, I was also not so much focused on my own music. I was like um, uh, focused more on bands where I play music. Well, we would be—I wouldn't compose alone. We would be composing all together. Mm. But then we all enjoyed parties and well, um, yeah. I had a band uh, which was like a um, ska punk band or ska core. So um, pretty much party music too. Right. So so. Well, every weekend we were playing shows and we we had parties and that's not really well. It was really beautiful part of my life actually. At some point, getting to get my own music done, like getting things done, also helped. And I, well, nice things happened when I um, had like long term relationship with um, with the girl who is my wife now, and um, because we are together for. Nine years already. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. And it also changed, 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 made me change um, a bit. I think on on a direction which well, there is not like good or bad direction, but let's say I became like more responsible about uh, things I do, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What, what, what made you to? Uh well similar um we have we have we have a very similar story here um my wife who I've been together with for nine years um <laughs> she she gave me the ultimatum because because for me it was clearly the the thing that got in the way of producing. Uh, being productive for as a writer, as a songwriter, as a working musician, someone even a session player, the thing that was in my way the whole time was alcohol. I mean, it was because I just felt like I needed alcohol to go and and be around people, or I needed because it turned from party into um, a, a reliance. You know, like I, it was it turned into alcoholism, <laughs> and so I was an alcoholic. And also a drug egg. I was sticking needles in my arm, but I stopped doing that by the time I quit drinking. But oh, shit. oh dude, no, it was it, it was bad. It was a bad. <laughs> in my twenties, I had a great time, and like you, it was a very beautiful time of my life. Yeah. But uh, it was not very productive on this in the sense of like um, um, carrying my own career forward. It was just a very stagnant. Like just, I'm calling myself a musician, but really, I'm just an alcoholic who likes the attention of being called a musician. So, uh, that being said, my wife, uh, she, we were actually in Ohio because we lived in San Diego, California, and we were home visiting. And um, I was drunk the entire time. I was like blackout drunk for about a week in Ohio. And, and finally, on the last day, she was like, listen, I can't deal with this anymore. It's like, you can either stop drinking or I'm leaving. So she gave me an ultimatum, and I chose her. And 
subsequently out of that came a music career because all of a sudden I wasn't barred I wasn't bogged down with you know constantly being in a state of a hangover you know like yeah. constantly yeah. recovering from being drunk the night before and uh it it really helped me once I started once I stopped the drinking and the drugging I figured out who I am and I was able to become a real musician and so that's what it was it was my wife who was like i can't deal with your shit you something needs to change or i'm i'm leaving and so it seems like that was kind of what happened with you i don't i don't know if it was that extreme but uh you know like it seems like you got with a good woman who taught you a lot about who you really are and that's who you became and you realize you didn't need all this exterior shit to yeah, be you yeah, yeah. to be, yeah, be it, a full person True. To, to me, well, when it comes to alcohol, I think it's pretty much the same story. When it comes to drugs, you know, it's actually not very easy to access drugs in Latvia. Oh, really? Uh, because girls are like pretty strict and also, uh, well, soft drugs are probably easier to access. But when it comes to hard drugs, you really need to know people to get them. And um, I don't know that many people who are taking them actually. Okay, so, that's uh, good. That's a great thing. Yeah, actually. Yeah. honestly, that's that's good news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and those who actually use hard drugs, they um, they use like very bad quality stuff. Like mm. um, and you don't really want to use it. Well, I don't know. Well, um, better to stay to alcohol in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Officially, and, right? You know, yeah, at least you know it you came know. from a factory yeah. where there's regulations and, yeah, and like exactly that. Yeah. That heroin just came out of you know Leroy's bathtub. You know, <laughs> that that's <laughs> that just came out of someone's kitchen sink. So that's not really what you want to be putting up your nose or in your arm. Uh, so 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 alcohol was more your thing. Like so so did alcohol get to that point then for you where you had to step away from it or at least be like hey i need to slow down uh to be honest not really i was like just naturally slowing down a little bit um i'm not sure well i'm not sure if you can call it addiction it was more like a social thing yeah, i would yeah, probably yeah. have a drink every night but um uh and then probably two days a week i would be like wasted but um but then like later on like i don't know I think it's, you know, I, when I start doing something, I get like very passionate about mm -hmm. it. And then I don't really want to meet anyone at all. Like no people, nothing. I just want to get my stuff done yeah. and that's it. And, and so I, I got like super passionate about, uh, about music. I think in the past, in the past, I was very passionate about parties. I wanted to attend every party. I wanted to be the guy who have, who have attended every cool bar in Riga. Because they are like, well, Riga is not a big city, but it's like it hosts like one million people. Well, less than one million actually, but they are like still like quite many nice little bars. And, yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, and um, yeah. I think it's all about music. If there wouldn't be, if it wouldn't, if there, if I wouldn't have music in my life, I have no idea what would I be doing right now. Probably I would be alcoholic, as you say, because I don't know. 
Well, yeah. no, me too. I, I, I actually was asking that question to a lot of people because I asked myself that question. I was like, what, what, what the hell would I be? And like, I think I would just be some like kind of like creepy drug guy. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'd just be like that sweaty, like cracked yeah. out guy who might be staring at people for a little too long, you know, on the streets. It just, <laughs> so I don't think that it would have been a good outcome for me as, as, uh, as, as well. So, uh, thank God for music. Um, so you, your passion, so do you, do you find yourself now, um, now that you're sort of on this path that of, of creating your own music and, and, and performing your own music, um, you you were able to sort of find uh, a very focused passion for that and 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 sort of uh get you out of this idea of being a cool guy musician and and actually get to work how often do do you wake up and go right at it or or do you have a routine on how you write or or do you mm-hmm. do you do you have like a certain like do you wake up it's like wake up brush my teeth coffee whatever and then straight to work or is it just how, how does it work for you what what how does how do you get into mm-hmm. a creative space you know I've always tried to put myself into a routine, mm-hmm. but uh, I've never, I've never been good on it. <laughs> I've been always, um, I don't know, but I think, well, if you're a full-time musician, you also need to be flexible to certain things. Um, like um, I spend quite much time doing the management part, the booking shows, but actually, no, most, most of this is done by my wife. She helps me a lot because there, there was, there, there was like one part when I realized that like I cannot do everything alone because um, then I have no, I have no time for actually making music, mm-hmm. and um, so we start to work together. Um, she's she's my manager now. That's awesome. And, but it's but still I need to do quite quite many things and also social media. Like, come on, social media takes so much time. It like, does. Um, it's so ridiculous. And, and, yeah, exactly. And and when uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, introduce the stories, mm-hmm. it's it take it is taking even more time. <laughs> and, and then you need to adjust your uh, your every single video. You need to adjust to Instagram settings. Then like I don't know, probably cut a little piece of it on Facebook, and then the whole thing upload on YouTube. And then you need to advertise it to also on stories because some people are not scrolling down the newsfeed right. anymore they just yeah. check out the stories well some others doesn't watch stories anymore they just scroll the newsfeed and and and, and if you're even especially if your internet connection is not the best uh, it can be really pain in the ass yeah. uh, to, to to do this and um and, and yeah but um yeah but but still well to be honest, Ray, last like three days, I haven't played music at all mm. because we have garden outside and the weather was good. So we were like, I was like digging all day long. Yeah, and, man, uh, get that garden going, baby. Vegetables and uh, especially since it's crisis and yes. nobody knows how very strong is it going to be economically. Mm-hmm. I think, well, it, it is the best to have your own potato and your own tomato. You're damn right. I got some celery good. started. I, yeah, you, absolutely. <laughs> I'm go. with you, brother. I have. Uh, we're yeah. we're potting. We're we're gonna be. Yeah, we're planting a garden, man, for sure. Yeah, but then but then there are like um other days when I pretty much work on musical 
well, I wake up, start to work on music, and I finish when I go to sleep mm -hmm. and have just food and coffee in between, and, and that's it. And of course, playing with my daughter. But um, it, when the girls are, are away, and when they, I don't know, go to see my wife's parents or so, then usually I just work my ass off like uh, until I, I'm not able to do anything. And then when I feel like totally exhausted that I cannot work on music anymore, then usually I open up beer and work a bit more. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that's a, a, that's a good way to do it, man. For yeah. me, it, for me, I, I, I fucking, I, I, it's, it's similar. And actually since this pandemic has started, it's been really weird because I have been just I'll wake I'm waking up at like two in the morning, three in the morning, and I'll just start going. And it's and like I'll work and work and work and work and work. And it's gotten to the point where my wife had to like today was like, hey, you need to like pay attention to your kid. Uh, you need to pay attention to me. <laughs> you need to like you need to interact with this family. It's not just you in a room, okay? <laughs> like we're all in this together, right? So uh, so yeah, it can get a little weird like that. How your brain will just focus in on just the, just getting this stuff done. Do you do you uh, re record mostly all your own stuff? Do you? Uh, yeah. So so, go ahead, please. Yeah, well, most of the stuff. Uh, well, my own music. Most of it I've been recording on my own mm -hmm. in my home studio. Yeah. But um, then usually. When I do like session recordings to other people, usually they hire a um, studio and then I go to the studio mm -hmm. already like 100% prepared and uh, just play um, everything from the beginning till the end uh, uh, without like making, well, at least trying not to make any mistakes. Because, Are you, so, um, so, you, so you pride yourself on that, doing being a one take, a one, a one take guy, just like get, get it down in one take and, and call it a day? Yeah. Well, you know, in the past, I wasn't like this. In the past, I I was doing a lot of editing because I would just play a lot of uh, many takes and then I would just cut from every take, like the best part and yes. so on. But, you know, when, when you're doing something like this, I don't know, the human touch is lost, you know? It's yeah. like... Um, it doesn't really sound natural anymore. I mean, if it's uh, if it needs to be like hundred percent perfect, like everything, like the time timing, the uh, intonation, everything, then why don't you just use computer and just right. <laughs> yeah, just mini map that uh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so there is something about human touch, and um, and um, so I try to play as good as I can uh, in one take. Mm. But then when I record my own compositions, so it is a little bit harder because usually when whenever I compose new composition, I try to challenge myself to learn something new. Hmm. And um and then sometimes it's until you have a perfect take, you've played like um so many times. But but maybe I'm just trying to make it too perfect <laughs> at some point because sometimes after like hundreds of takes, I just pick up the first or second one. Yeah, and, uh, you're like ah, uh, screw it. Yeah, this yeah. Is, at some point, you're just like, you know what? I just need to get this fucking thing done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which is a great thing to point out. I honestly, because it's um, some people will get so caught up in in making something perfect to the point where they won't even finish their composition because that part isn't perfect. And so, one yeah. thing that I've kind of picked up from the video editing community is done is better than um, than perfect. So, like yeah. getting yeah. a project finished 
is way better than having a project just sitting on your hard drive somewhere, just you know, never seeing the light of day. And you're like not for you're, years and years. For years and years and years. And and you know, maybe we'll never see um the light of day. So so getting something done is way better than getting something perfect. Now, if it's some like obscene train wreck of a mistake, yeah, get it better. You know, you can't just leave a train wreck in there. But maybe you can. Who am I to say what's uh what's cool these days? Uh anyways, so your music, what I've noticed is that it, it it spans from like very mellow, almost international to like uh, uh, easy listening, you know, almost uh, not elevator music, but like just very uh, ethereal and like in the background, just really mellow meditation music almost to like very frenetic and almost like uh, prog rocky, like prog, uh, prog rock. Uh, so I, I'm just, I, I love your spectrum of, of, where what you produce is like what is that just what comes out or is that very is that very planned and plotted like i mean is that just how you write yeah well you know i I really enjoy all kind of music like really everything um well probably i'm not that very big fan of um like um super radio friendly kind of music but but uh but 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 i really like I don't know, in every music style, I could name at least one band that I really enjoy or one solo musician that I really enjoy. Um, and and whenever I compose a new album, um, I try to experiment with a new sound and um, also to have like different um, concept to um, the way it sounds and also like, I don't know, what, what this particular album is about. And... Um, and yeah, but you know, in the past, I was playing with many different bands and all kind of music from yeah, I already told. But you know, bands come and go, and and then you you may you form a new band, and then you start everything from the zero. And at some point, I got very tired of my bands, like I don't know, getting formed, and then recording a couple of songs, not even full album, but just a couple of songs. And then you just split up and don't play anymore. And then you form a new band and then you play different music. And then I thought, well, I'm just going to go with my name and surname because I'm not going to split up like all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the music that I listen to and the music that I enjoy and that inspires me, um, it is very diverse. Like, um, and so I would, would not like to stick into a one certain frame i would like to i don't know play whatever well however i feel at a certain moment i just try to write about it yeah and yeah that's interesting because you refer to like because you do have a lot of instrumentals and the songs you are singing I, I don't understand what you're saying obviously but you know like you sing real nice um but oh, thank you uh, but like a lot of of uh, a lot of your songs are instrumental and you you talk about like how 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 i i'm just trying to imagine how you put a story to a sound and i don't know does that make sense uh, how yeah, you can yeah, yeah. take a story, you know, like a, an experience, and how you translate it into a sound. Mm-hmm. Like, how yeah, does that? I, I'm I'm just trying to understand how that works for you. Yeah, when when you use lyrics, when you write lyrics, it's a little bit easier, of right. course. If you if you are making instrumental music, um, I guess there is no right or wrong way. But when I, when I was playing show in Lithuania, 
uh, I, I met a saxophone player. He's not like um, famous or anything, but he was like um, um, composing music as a sound designer a lot. And then he, he actually told me, hey, Reins, try to make a picture of this table, for example, or try to make a picture of this wall. And then you start to think about, well, how, how would you paint a wall? Uh, I mean, how, how would you make a painting like trying to uh, make a, let's say, animation of like certain things. And then, well, let's say table might have sharp edges. Then you would be playing like, I don't know, sharp, like hitting strings, like um, strumming and so on. And probably it would have like a, um, it would be like, like this, like round table. Then you would be, I don't know, playing like finger picking and like very softly and, and, there are like many different ways, and and of course, well, um, I also when I listen to any kind of s- scale, I also have like certain association with it. Mm-hmm. Like, a, let's say Dorian scale to me sounds like a fairy tale, like a, something like which happened like long ago in the past when uh, there were like dragons and yeah. uh, and I don't know something like this and mermaids and 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 then. Uh, Lydian scale, for example, to me sound like um, like you would be happy, but like on drugs, <laughs> 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 or, or like psycho, or like getting crazy, yeah. like too happy, but like uh, unnaturally happy, and and then um, like I have like similar association with every scale, and um, and then I try to make up our new scales, which well, it's not like I'm the only person using them, but then like. Tr- trying to figure out scales which are new to me which i don't know i don't know the name for them and then give those scales some association too that that's very fascinating and um because uh, I, I'm really interested in doing sound design and doing uh, music for movies. Like to me, that would be so fun. Because like it's because yeah. I don't really. Sure. I I am with you a lot with that whole like working with other bands. You invest your time, you get to a certain place, and then all of a sudden it disbands, and then you just it wasn't a waste of time, but you just put a lot of resources and time and energy into this project that just ended up dissolving. So. Uh, I've come to rely on myself, and I can play most of the instruments by myself, so I don't really need anybody unless I need something really fancy. Uh, <laughs> you can perform with a bigger concert when you. Yes, exactly. If if I need if I need more people, yes, exactly. If I need yeah. more bodies to play the things, so I've really become accustomed to just recording by myself enjoying recording by myself and I, I even do like even recording sessions for other people i do it by myself i don't even like being in the studio with them there so i've come to really love being by myself creating full compositions by myself so i would just love to do that and put it to a movie or, or a commercial whatever it is an image <clears throat> and yeah. I, but i've always been so it's kind of confounding to me on how you connect these images to sound and so that was kind of helpful you telling me about you know just thinking about a sharp you know these these uh like a table it has these sharp pointy things thinking about things in a very simplistic way and then and, and just using it helped thank you uh all of that just to tell you thank you uh but have you ever thought about composing uh 
music for movies or anything like that? Would that be something that would interest you? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I've never composed music to a movie, but however, my music is used on TV series. Oh, and, uh, sweet. Also, like on TV broadcasts or radio broadcasts as background music. And um, yeah, we also mentioned about uh, you also mentioned that well, sometimes you need to get things done, and even if you are not so very sure this is like perfect or not, I can tell about well those those compositions which are used on TV or radio or um, TV series. All of those compositions are the ones which I was not sure about if it's good enough, mm-hmm. if I should even publish it, like. I would be critical about, oh, this doesn't have beautiful melody or, oh, this just have, like, I'm showing off technique, but there is no, like, a melodic line which you find, like, catchy or anything. And and then later on, those are compositions which uh, people enjoy the most. Yeah. It's funny. I, uh, you never know, actually, which composition is going to be the no. most successful one. You, you, you can all, only guess, but... Um, I think musicians cannot treat their music objectively. I think we are like completely terrible in doing this. Yes. Um, and um, especially those compositions, which we are, let's say some compositions we might be working like for many hours, days, months, maybe even years on one single composition. And then probably this composition is both some people will just listen to it, but it will just go by flow. And then sometimes you just take the guitar, you just, I don't know, play a couple of chords or some melodic lines, maybe figure out some lyrics and um, finish it within like a couple of days and then you record it and you're done and that's the song which actually people enjoy. <laughs> and, and it doesn't really need to, well, it doesn't really need to be a simple song, but I don't know. It sounds more natural in a way. Mm. Well, it's, I don't know. It's pretty hard to, well, well, to yeah. understand. No, you're right. You're right. It's hard to understand. It's hard to explain to people who might not even, who aren't even in this realm, you know, like people who aren't in the world of music. It's even hard to explain to people how this kind of works because. I mean, it, those those songs that just sort of come to you and you kind of get it all done all at once, you know, like those those are like the popular songs, the ones that you painstakingly line for line, yeah, note yeah. for note, like you really put everything you have into this thing. No one gives a shit about. No one cares yeah, about the work yeah, you're putting yeah. in. They only care about what you're putting out. You know, like they don't, mm. people don't care that you spent hours and years on this thing. They just want that three minute, three to five minute little jaunt that makes them bop back and forth that you know on their way to work that's all they care about they don't care about the the years and but uh it is still there are like many uh, people out there who appreciate uh, oh of course of course i was uh, generalizing so 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 yeah it's oh i can never yeah yeah true no i i i was i was generalizing you know i'm talking i I suppose i'm talking about like a general public kind of outlook on how how people consume popular culture you know the stuff you hear on the radio for instance you know are just (laughs) and and Mm. but but it resonates so well with people and 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 so it's just like what what is it that people like what 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 combination of notes can you put together 
that make people want to listen to that combination of notes. So that 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 combination of frequencies that you mash together. It's like, what is it about though that that attracts people? I I mean, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think, think nobody knows. Like we we could we could I don't know speculate. We could, we we could like think a lot about what could it be, and of course, but there is no right or wrong. Um, well, when it comes to lyrics, I think it's a little bit easier with l- lyrics because um, when lyrics are, let's say, the topic of the song is something which is like which just resonates with more people. Mm. I think it's more possible that the song might yes. become more popular too, like something trendy and so on. But when it comes to instrumental music, hard to tell. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I really feel that uh, it is good when you put a lot of lot of effort in it. But then sometimes uh, it doesn't work like this. So yeah, I don't know. The, yeah. the the more you think about it, the more complex it gets. <laughs> right, right, yeah, and and that's how you end up not finishing a composition <laughs> by thinking yeah, like. Exactly. <laughs> You, you know, so um, lately, I'm I'm not even thinking about uh, how to make it, uh, I don't know, beautiful and so on, so people would like it. I just get it done yes. and then let people choose. Yeah, you be the I, judge. I just I, shit it out, okay? I'm, hey, <laughs> I got it out of me. Now you deal with it. Rhinus! I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. This has been like Thank such a fun talk, that. man. Um, yeah, you yeah. know what? Can we play a song? Um, uh, play a song yeah. off your album? No, no. I was gonna play a song off of your album. I and oh, I, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was this. It was a song that I that I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna say it right. Um, House ear Martina. H a o s s. E, uh, and then I R ah, and then Martin. Chaos is order. What is it? Chaos is order. Chaos. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's a chaos order. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That song stuck out to me, and and I think it would be a good song to play the shorter so this the spectrum of the type of music you create from this mm. like very beautiful um, acoustic music to this very frenetic. And it's beautiful on its own right, but you know, very frenetic and proggy type of harder music. I think it it's a good juxtaposition. Um, so let's play that song. And can you introduce the song, please? Because I'm I don't want to say that again. I don't want to make it yeah. sound. I, I sound like an idiot when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> so the composition is called "Chaos Is Order," and it's about well, I don't know. I think the whole universe is. It seems like super chaotic and mm. also like um, every single um, atom in in our body and and so on. But 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 then when you look at things on the big picture, then I don't know. Well, it's hard to explain in English, to be honest. Uh, um, but um, but but yeah. Well, I, I hope you could for that. Awesome. Let's listen to the song. We'll be right back.
And we're back. So so that song's about the chaos of nature is what you're saying. Yeah. It's this how beautiful it, chaos. Beautiful chaos. Yeah. Um yeah. there's this guy, this famous guy here in America named Timothy Leary, who um who headed sort of the psychedelic movement um in the nineteen sixties. And he released a book called Surfing the Chaos, which Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very interesting book about sort of, um, well, I can't even explain what it's sort of about, but um, but the, the, the idea of sort of um, recognizing that you don't have control, like there's no real control yeah. over something uh, like the universe or what's going to happen to you or a pandemic. Uh, the idea of letting go, I don't know, is, is that resonate at all with you or is that not at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really resonates with me. Thank, thank you for um, introducing me to this book. Um, I think it's it might be a really good read. You might like it. I don't know. It's Timothy Leary. He's honestly mm. people revere him here, and then people hate him here because, in one sense, he was the leader of the 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 anti culture, the hippie movement. You know that came out of the states and. Hit Europe as well, uh, but uh, he's sort of the leader. And then obviously the people, conservative types, are like, "Oh, he's awful" because he gave acid to a bunch of young teenagers uh, who ended up, you know, almost revolution. Uh, uh, you know, you put these idea of revolution in kids' head. Governments get weird about it. They didn't like him. But then there's also a sect of the hippies who don't like him because they didn't agree with how he was randomly dosing people. Like, he would just dump a bunch of shit in, you know, like... He was actually a little bit more medical about it. He was actually a doctor. He taught at Harvard. Uh, there was another guy on the West Coast uh, named Ken Kesey who wrote uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, good book, good movie. Uh, but it's... Uh, he would dump acid into barrels of Kool-Aid and then just have people in there drinking it. So they're on both coasts. So he's a, he's a, I always thought he was interesting. The book was good. It's been so long since I read it. Like I just, you know, I'm barely remembering it, but you know, it's kind of touches on the idea of recognizing the beauty in chaos. You know, there's beauty in it. There's beauty in randomness. There's also scary ass shit in there too. But we can't get caught in all that. Um, anyways, uh, I appreciate your time, man. Like it, it was a wonderful ex- like talking to you. Yeah, it was p- really great to, to talk with you, man. Oh, thank you. Really appreciate. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, I well, I appreciate you taking the time out. Uh, how can people find you, and how can people find your music? Uh, if you Google my name and surname, I think it. It's going to be really like very easy. Also, my um, website www.rainsiones.com, which is my name and surname.com. Um, over there, you can find links to all of my uh, social media, my YouTube channel, and I got plenty of videos in YouTube. I don't know. Lately, I've been enjoying like editing and making videos. Yeah, Some me too, man. Quality. Some of them are like not that very good quality, but oh, hey, well. Um, I like to get things done. <laughs> get things done rather than <laughs> and, uh, perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, and um, and also like um, I, I think on Spotify I have only four of my albums published because first two 
to me, it seemed like that doesn't really represent the music I make nowadays. Oh, okay. but, but still, you can find my full discography on my YouTube channel and also in my Bandcamp. Okay. Um, here, if, if anyone's interested. However, I'm more of, I think my latest stuff is better than the earlier stuff. But I'm not really the one to judge. And um, <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, yeah, I'll have a new album coming out this summer. Well, it was supposed to be this summer, but because of the pandemic, uh, maybe, well, I think I'm going to release it until August for sure, or maybe in August, well, until September for sure. Uh, we will see how it goes, and it's going to be another like world music kind of thing. Oh, I, cool. I also uh, have some guest artists from um, even from Nepal and also Denmark wow. who well, not all of them have um, sent me the uh, their recordings yet. Yeah, uh, I'm still waiting for them, but um, for some of them. But um, but 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 yeah, I'm really excited about um, if people are going to enjoy it or not. And uh, yeah, of course, my, my, my most recent compositions. Yeah, man. Uh, do you do you mix and master your own songs too, or do you send that out? In the past, I I used to I used to do at least mixing on my own, mm-hmm. but um, then later on, I understood that well, it sounds better if you trust, uh, if you if you just find somebody who does it like daily, because mm-hmm. it's well, of course you can. I do pre-mix, like a pre-mixing, like, um, I don't know, choose the right effects and maybe some basic EQ, but, um, and also panning, but, um, but still, I think the technical stuff, like everything what's related with compressors or, or, or yeah, well, yeah. EQ, I think it's better to trust a professional. I'm with you, man. I, I, cause I was the same way. I was like, I was, I was recording, producing mixing mastering and and you you mentioned something you, you don't do it every day though you make music almost yeah. every day but you're not every day you're not mixing and mastering so that experience exactly. of every day hitting and grinding away at that skill um it's not it's not there and so you can hear it in the music and so when i hear songs that i've mixed and mastered especially on spotify and i'm just like oh god turn it off it's just like yeah, yeah, it exactly. hurts my ears really it's mm. just like the yeah, worst like exactly. oh my god anyways kindness <laughs> exactly thank you Hey man, mm. I I Thank truly you, appreciate you coming on, man, and um and and we'll be on the lookout for that album and in the videos and uh, shit, man. Uh, hey, when your uh, when your album comes out, <clears throat> please keep me in mind. Um, I I do this for older get uh, for guests who've been on the show before. Well, I just started doing this, but I'm doing it now. Uh, I'm telling people about it. it, it uh, hit me up and we can do like a like a, it would be a shorter podcast but it would be just focus on the album and so it, it'd be like a oh, 20 yeah, minute totally awesome, yeah it'd be like a be yeah 20 minutes conversation about the album and then just play a couple tunes and then that's the whole episode so if you want to do awesome. that hit me up i would love to do that with you you make awesome, awesome. music so let's, 
let's sure. stay in touch. And hey, uh, I've never been to U- USA yet, but it's been on my list for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. So probably one day I'm going to see you live or hit me up if you're heading to Europe one day. Oh, or, dude, or, I will, or, man. I definitely will. I mean, shit. I shit. Some, some venue suggestions, maybe. Uh, oh, because well, I've been bringing yeah, man. Like, Fucking. Um, yeah, just just hit me up and I can give you some venues in, around here and around this area I and some it. venues yeah, yeah. in San Diego as well. I can totally do Sounds that. Just cool. all you got to yeah. do is remind me. Just remind me yeah, and then yeah, I'll yeah. send you venues. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So let's stay connected and thank you. Yeah, no problem, thank man. You. you have a great day. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. You too. Bye. Thank you so much, Rangers. I, I super duper appreciate you coming on the show and just telling us about what's going on over there with this COVID-19 shit, with, with just being a, a working musician in another country. Uh, I talked to a lot of Americans, and so it was a, a breath of fresh air to reach across the pond and uh, and see what's going on over there. Um, again, RainusGiannis.com, R E. I N I S J A U N I S dot com. Oh yeah, you know what? I want to make another correction. Um, Chihiro's on Chihiro's podcast last week, I said that she was thirteen when she came over um, uh, from Japan. She was actually sixteen. I don't know where I got this fucking number from, but that's what happened. Uh, she reached out and kindly told me that I had it all wrong. And also that she was correcting some of my spelling errors within the podcast show notes. Uh, I felt like she couldn't share it without it being correct because that's probably just the type of lady she is, which is totally fine. And I, I totally understand. Why do you want something representing you that makes you look like you're affiliated with an illiterate dipshit? So I get it. I, I completely get it. She works on Broadway. It's, you know. She she's a classy lady. So, uh, so yes, she was not 13 when she came over to America. She was 16, which is still really fucking young, and that's still like insane. Okay, that's still like an insane adventure for a 16 year old to go to somewhere in northern Michigan to to study in some percussion conservatory that's still an insane thing for a 16 year old to do okay so um anyways i just wanted to make that correction i told you hero i would and i forgot to do it at the top so if you made it this far well there it is there's the correction that i promised love uh dude Chihiro's the shit you should go check out that podcast that was last week but again rainus thank you so much for coming on the show and like you know just cluing us in on what's going on out in the world uh, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the latest single, Chloroform, from Raina Mystique. You can also check out Raina on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. Uh, go check her out. She's going to be streaming um, uh, today, actually, at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If this comes out at that moment, you can catch it. You can stop it and go look. 
or she'll be on. She streams four days a week. Go and check out her schedule. It's uh, it's Tuesday through Thursday and then Sunday night at 9 p.m., which it features myself on the guitar. I was thinking about trying to sneak in a piano or something because I really like seeing people with pianos. They're just so much of a fuller sound, and it's way cooler when you can do several things. So I got to talk to Raina. It's her show. I'm not going to step all over it. Um, I so easily can just start stepping all over things and uh, throw in my BDE into the air or my male energy. I don't like to think <laughs> every time I say my BDE, I just know, I just know in my head is like, that's not true. <laughs> I do not have BDE. I have ADE, which is average dick uh, uh, energy. Like I have an average, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about my genitals. That's so, we speak English good 2016. No, no, no. What? <laughs> What we're talking about here is the energy people give off. I think I give average D energy. Anyways, go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. WeSpeakEnglishGood.com has seen a facelift. It has seen a facelift that I have done to it with the help of my lovely wife, of course, because I am a helpless baby and my wife is my mommy and she helped me. <laughs> she helped me through all of this. Uh, holding my hand so thank you mommy i mean honey um anyways we speak english good.com uh, has uh, is expanded it has music tutorials it has it has uh, an about me page as uh, a calendar i i updated it kind of let's see how long i can do that for um, so if you want to see the upcoming guests which is already wrong <laughs> my calendar's already wrong so you know, don't take it for face value because things can change at any moment in this show. Uh, it, it, yeah. So uh, most of the episodes are up there. I've gotten to episode like 75 and I'm just hitting a wall like, holy fuck. I just I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like for the first like 150 episodes, I was like, yes, this is everything. And I'm plowing through it fucking just rocking it. And I'm loving it. I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is data entry. I can do this shit. And then I hit a wall, like, oh, God, I just, I don't want to, like, in the, the the part that is the biggest pain in the ass, and this is the biggest pain in the ass for most things that I put on the internet, is that the tags. It's these fucking hashtags. You want to be findable, so I'm putting these hashtags on. It takes, like, an extra, like, two to three minutes for this bullshit. For every post, for every single episode that I put up on the website, I'm tagging it. But let me tell you why I'm going through this painstaking organization. Because I want you to be able to click. I want you to be like, wow, I, I really like that episode. I want more like that. Let's see. And you look at the tags and the categories and it'd be like, well, I, I'm really interested in learning more about a guitarist. I want guitarists who play reggae. <laughs> Boom. Guitarist. Click guitarist. Boom. Category. Hit reggae. Boom. Brings you up an entire list of reggae guitarists. How do you like that? That's right, folks. It's organized as shit. That's what I love about it. And that's what I'm really just excited about with this website. Redesign, rethought. The interesting thing is, now, now dig this, as soon as I expanded my website, traffic doubled by 900%. Or not doubled. It went up 900%. 
just by expanding and also so this is what i wanted to say a little bit about was um i've known about this for a while but you want to have all your traffic going to your website because for me um i never understood that correctly but as i started talking to my friends over at um top shelf music uh, uh magazine you should definitely go check out topshelfmusicmag.com I love those guys. I'll be featured in the new episode of the their news, their top shelf um, news, music news video that's coming out soon. Uh, <laughs> I am their Ohio correspondent, by the way. But go check them out. But what I've learned from them is that your website is a valuable place as well. So if you're looking to make money off of your podcast or anything uh, like that, you can actually use your website as a place uh, uh, you can sell ads on your website. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm not really going that far into it. But using your website as a way to sort of bring traffic in, it, you can monetize your website as well. And so there's just another avenue for, for income off of your website because you can use it as a place where people like go like almost like a social media thing so like the idea for me is that i want people to go hang out for music tutorials um there's gonna i'm gonna add like books that i like and friends of the show um i'm gonna add just different things to sort of keep people clicking around and hanging out and and it's not like a trap or anything i just i, I think it's nice the way i look at it is world building i love world building i love the idea like like i don't know harry potter whatever it is whatever the world is or star wars you know i think star wars is the great a great example of world building this universe and and my brain isn't built for writing that kind of stuff maybe it is i don't know i the funny thing about getting older is that skills just start appearing out of nowhere and interests can uh, just start peaking uh, from behind the bushes it's just a, a strange thing getting older uh, I, I like it except for my body deteriorating but that's besides the point <laughs> but to me it's like universe building it's it, you're you're putting a website together and and you're you're putting all the aspects of you or your company into this world into this one space and then, then that universe expands out to YouTube and it expands out to Instagram, expands out to Twitch, but centrally is this one place for to get all of it. And um, uh, it, it's it's just a better way of, of it, it's just getting traffic, more traffic to your website. I know there's more to it than that. So um, at the moment, it's fucking eluding me, which is terrible that I'm trying to dole out advice. But the one thing I can say that helped a lot and this is direct advice from a direct results is um, linking your so if okay so for me I'm just gonna give you an example of how it works for me I uh, my audio hosting site is SoundCloud so they host the audio to this podcast then I take the SoundCloud link that's generated and I embed it into my website. And then I actually create, so there's a, I, I use Squarespace and you can use their blog, uh, their blog template, which is very helpful because it turns uh, everything into live links. So you can put your, uh, your show and you can put your show notes and all your links into a blog entry 
and it automatically generates an RSS feed for each blog and, and it treats it like a blog. So now you can take that actual uh, website address, that URL, and send it to, to your guest. And it's just a simple link that they can just copy and paste into their Facebook or their Twitter that sort of gives you the the image of the show and gives you the show notes and and and, and it gives you a description it's really cool it's really cool how you can set up on squarespace um i don't know how you can do it on other things i know wix is a thing um, but squarespace has made it easy for me to put everything sort of in the blog so another question i actually had was if i because my podcast already has an rss feed if I drop that podcast into my blog feed and then I take that US that uh, that feed and drop it into Apple News, because you can drop your blog into Apple News and to other blog spaces and uh, and that's just another way of expanding upon your your audience. But what I'm wondering is is the RSS feeds going to get mixed up in any way and start messing with numbers because my numbers are back on the rise thankfully thank you guys for listening <laughs> i know it's been a couple a couple of crazy months and maybe listening to podcasts isn't at the top of your list but i appreciate everyone who stuck through it and i appreciate everyone who's listening now and i appreciate people coming back i know it's scary i know that listening to me blather on about shit is not always going to make you feel better about things so i get it but I appreciate y'all coming back, y'all making your way back to the show. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's it's been interesting. So um, yeah, I, I'm curious if you guys know. Write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Um, will my RSS feeds get mixed up? I don't know. Will will it mess with my numbers? Will it if I'm dropping my RS my podcast that's already hooked to an RSS feed through SoundCloud, which uh, soundcloud provides is that rss feed going to be interfered with the rss feed that i drop my podcast into my blog rss feed so i'm a little nervous on trying that because uh, I, I, I can make it live i just i don't know if i want to do that once i get all the podcasts up in the website i'm going to drop the rss feed for the blog for my blog page on um on the website i'm going to drop that into apple news and other blog um uh, blog websites so we'll see what happens i don't know i i hopefully i don't just crush and ruin all my feeds and and it makes everything horrible and i'm just hopefully that's not what happens and i lose all my analytics that's what i see because you hear these horror stories about people crossing feeds and shit and and, and they lose all their analytics and it's just like oh my god it's the last five years building up to what whatever yesterday it was 666,000 downloads okay i know that's not a lot compared to a lot of people which i'm trying not to compare myself to other podcasts because that's stupid but it's still it's like also is 666 which i just you know mark of the beast uh, <laughs> uh but uh you know i i it's been five years, and I, I don't have a million downloads. I'm not that cool. Um, but to think about losing all of that sounds terrible. So 
I don't know. If if you know, if you if you have any experience with that and you're listening, please write the show and let me know. Um, uh, again, like, review, or like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, at We Speak English Good. Um, subscribe to us on Apple, iTunes, Google Music, or whatever. I don't know if we're on Google. Uh, Spotify, anywhere else, please do subscribe. On YouTube, you can subscribe. We have the music tutorials there and the silly stuff and notable guests. Um, and you can also leave a review so like subscribe review leave a review on itunes um spotify anywhere you get your podcast leave a review it helps leave a comment reach out to us on any of our social media platforms we'll read it out loud on the show if you like and um you know all that good stuff so i want to talk about twitch real quick because I do need to get the fuck out of here because my nose is running. It's so gross. I'm sniffing my nose. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it's I, these allergies. It's spring. It's actually going to be a spring day in Ohio. It's been, it's it, it's almost mid-May, and you walk outside and you're still freezing your nuts off. It's just ridiculous. I'm so over this weather. Um, hold on. Okay, so quickly, let's talk about Twitch. So the other day, <coughs> Raina and I were offered a gig. Um, it's a patio gig. And it was booked already from last year. So this was a, a normally scheduled gig that was supposed to happen at a local bar here in Ohio. And uh, we turned it down. Now, I know there's a lot of musicians out there who are probably like, what? Oh, my God, I'd kill my firstborn child for just a taste of the stage. I know that's a little extreme. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we turned it down because <clears throat> I, I do live with my mother. And, um, you know, she's older. And she has some medical issues, some precondition, pre-existing conditions. We decided to turn it down because we, uh, we don't want to, we don't want, I don't want to kill my mom. I mean, as simple as that. I don't want to bring something home and kill my mom. So, what does this have to do with Twitch? So, Twitch, um, Raina signed up for Twitch about three years ago, and uh, I heard about it on JRE's podcast, um, and at the time, they were like, oh, they're just now letting musicians on, and so I told my wife, I was like, you know, maybe this is something we should look into, so she looked into it, she got excited about it, made a profile, and actually never did anything with it three years later pandemic strikes so um you know i've been talking about a lot on this show about how musicians reinvent themselves we tend to have to reinvent them ourselves uh several times throughout our lives because um this is the type of job where things aren't always certain um you know a bar can shut down and that's your income you know that's part of your income so buy income you know, a pandemic can strike and the government can shut down all the bars. Buy income, you know. Uh, it, it, so we're constantly finding different ways to reinvent ourselves and, and to maintain a artist lifestyle. And so enter Twitch. And so the other day, uh, uh, my wife, so there's this thing called affiliate and partner. An affiliate in Twitch is if you're an affiliate, that means that you're able to start monetizing. And there's some uh, specifications that you have to meet 
so many streaming hours, average viewer hours, or average viewers on a stream, how many hours you're actually streaming. So there's just different uh, goals that you have to meet in order to reach affiliate and start making money. So Raina did that in a very short time, which is, is it's, it's, it's not unheard of, especially these days. But it's a very cool thing that she was able to do. So we turned down this gig last week. And um, the other last Acoustic Soul Sunday, and you can see the clip if you want on 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 Raina's Twitch, which is just twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. Uh, she all of a sudden somebody just drops in a bunch of subscriptions. Now subscription is so there's these things you can tip people with bits, and I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna give you the breakdown, but there's bits which you use the tip, and then there's subscriptions which is like uh, if you like an artist, it's like a five dollar subscription to their um, to their page. You don't have to pay for any ads. You get some preferential treatment. Uh, other you get little emotes, little symbols, um, little emojis that are custom made that you get to use in other people's feeds. Um, so with a subscription. Um, you're paying about five dollars a month and there's different tiers of subscription you can uh, do so it's basically like subscribing to netflix or something or, or disney plus but instead of uh, subscribing to this huge corporation conglomerate you're supporting a an artist that you get joy and happiness out of an intertwine intertwinement so it's a, it's an interesting concept and i love it so somebody comes on mother's day our mother's day acoustic soul stream um someone just drops like 40 subs 40 subscriptions now that's a good amount of money to just drop um so it, it was very interesting that we turned down this gig um and then turned around and made about the same amount of money you know a few days later by uh, on Twitch just by streaming from our living room. And if you think about it, it's it's insane. And, and listen, this isn't going to be every day. This isn't every stream. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be every stream where someone comes and drops 40 subscriptions a a in, your, in, in your inbox. You know, it, that's not every day. But <clears throat> you can build it up to be something like that every day. You just put in time. And like I said at the beginning, you have to... You have to go and sit and watch people. You have to participate. You can't just set up your camera, stream your shit, and leave. It has it, you really like with Twitch. You really have to get inundated with the with the community because it's a small community. I mean, there's a lot of people on there, but if you think about it in comparison to the world population, there's only three million users roughly on Twitch, and there's you know almost seven billion people. So, so it's growing a lot right now. Twitch is growing a lot, obviously, because for obvious reasons, it's growing a lot. Uh, a lot of musicians are out of work. A lot of artists are out of work. So they are finding different ways of income. So, like I said, 150, you know, 150 like subs or 50 subs being dropped in your feed is not going to happen every day, especially when you're first starting out. But it gave us a real hope and real perspective on where this can go and what this can be. And with these stay-at-home restrictions um, spread, uh, extending out, you know, in some places that's the end of July, um, it just seems like a really interesting and viable way to 
to make music, make money, and and share. Like, and the, and the, and I say this over and over again, but the awesome thing about Twitch is, is like you have this little army of super fans, this community of super fans who are out there. They are streaming your music on Spotify. They are watching your videos on YouTube. They are buying merchandise, and and chances are they might probably excuse me go see you live if you came to their town so i, I don't know i i just i've really fallen um in love with twitch and just how it's uh just the community itself we have friends you know like we go and stream it's it's i mean because it's not just it's not just you know networking and and music and making money it's like an actual source of entertainment we we i find myself just streaming you know people just in the background while i'm working and um it's just a friendly community and they foster positivity and it's just a really interesting 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 um uh community uh, that's all i can say so if you're thinking about it and you're a musician and you're just sitting there like what the fuck am i gonna do I would definitely suggest get on Twitch. And here's the thing that the people that I love that this girl named Melissa Lamb on Twitch, who kills it, by the way. But she said, I don't understand that mentality of, of, you know, not wanting people to seeing people, more people on Twitch as competition. It doesn't make sense because a, a, a platform like Twitch, it requires more people for it to function better. So not only are streamers participating in the 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 streams and doing their music but they're also participating in the chats they're also out there throwing their bits or money tips at other artists that they like uh it's just the more you bring in the more the more there is for everybody um so i, I love that idea um i wish that idea applied to podcasts <laughs> the more podcasts the better but i don't think that's what's happening <laughs> But the more Twitchers, the better. Um, yeah, so it's 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 definitely in these uncertain times worth considering. If you are a musician or an artist, or uh, and you know, there's people on there who are just working. They are just literally doing their work. They're coding or or just doing office work, and they're just playing music in the background, and that's all they're doing, and they're making money off of it. It's insane. It's insane and if you're a gamer of course twitch is for you i mean my son's a little gamer so he has his favorite twitchers uh i don't know is that what you call them twitchers anyways that's it that's enough about twitch you can catch us every sunday me and my wife every sunday at 9 p.m at twitch.tv slash random mystique um and if you're if you're feeling like you you want to check it out this is what i suggest go make a profile go hang out in some chats go click around hang out in some streams like really hang out though and, and talk to people talk to other people within the chat or just say hi you know that just show up into a stream hi everybody i'm new to this you know what's going on all of a sudden you're going to be inundated with moderators being like oh welcome to our page blah 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 you might get some free gifted subscriptions which uh, you can gift, like just give away subscriptions so you can buy like a $5 subscription to a certain artist. And like I said, you don't have to see ads at the beginning of their stream. 
you get their cute little emotes if they're cute i don't know if they're cute or even if they have any uh so it, it's it's a fun little game so go there participate click around talk and see if it's right for you honestly because i'm, I'm thinking about putting the show on twitch but i'm not sure if that's the right move because um I don't know what the incentive would be for you guys to go download the episode off of iTunes if you're just watching it all on Twitch and are able to access it all on Twitch. I love the idea of a video element to the show, and I would love the idea of of taking those live streams and just throwing them up on YouTube. I mean, it just makes a lot of sense. I was also thinking about doing live on YouTube. That, that was another uh, option I was thinking of doing. Uh, you know, I just, I really want to bring in a live element to the show and, um, that, cause that's what the show used to be. They used to have a live element to it. Uh, when Facebook, uh, live started a few years back, I, I was an early adopter. I like to say <laughs> of, of, uh, of using the streaming capabilities. So I, 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 uh, really uh i really want to do something we were doing something with instagram if you guys tuned into the instagram lives that we're doing i did an interview with shrub which will be coming out next week jay shrub from shrub the reggae band out of columbus ohio um yeah they, they we did a whole interview on that but i'm thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe to do like maybe a Q&A live. So I don't know. Let me know if you guys have any suggestions, something that you would want to see. At, uh, write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let me know what you guys should, like, if what the best plan of action you guys would like to see from me. So, okay, guys. So that is it for now. Like I said, Jay Shrub of Shrub will be the guest next week he's got an album dropping this friday may 15th go check that out he uh it uh it's it's an eclectic mix of music and uh our friend blaine dillinger of hyrie helped write and produce this album so um go check it out it comes out friday may 15th shrub and uh Next week, we'll talk to Jay about the album and about what he's been doing in the last few years because it's been pretty interesting. Um, it, well, it was, it's not interesting what he's been doing, it's been, it, he's just an interesting person. It, you're not gonna want to miss it. There's a great story about Michael Jackson. Uh, so if you're a fan of Michael Jackson, or if you hate Michael Jackson because you think he's some kind of monster, you're gonna want to hear this. <laughs> You're going to want to hear this story. Okay, guys, that's it for me. HJ's for everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. Stay safe out there. Cover your mouth. Wash your hands. Fresh.